The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Girl, playing. Y'all already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. Make sure you like this episode, comment below and share something that you learned and subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on any of our upcoming shows. This episode is brought to you by Work University, which happens to be the first black woman-owned online trade school on a mission to connect black women all around the world to the resources that they need so they can turn their skills into new streams of income. For more information, make sure you check the show notes below so that you can register and access our content and our community. Now, this week... We got a man in the building, y'all. You know, they be few and far between, but we got another one who pulled up on us. So we're going to talk about how he makes the money, but we're going to also get into his business a little bit and get into the mind of a man, because y'all know how I like to do. So in the studio today, Mr. Kamoy Martin, who is a full-time traveler worldwide. He's been to like 50... 50 plus countries. I think it's 54. Is it more than that? 54 to be exact. Um, And you are a short term rental expert. So y'all know I do Airbnb, but I don't do Airbnb the way he does Airbnb. I did it real illegal, real risky, (laughs) like a way that I don't um, encourage people to do it. And so he's mastered a legal way. So for those of y'all who um, have been hearing about Airbnb or short term rentals, period, this is going to be a conversation that you're going to want to tap into and make sure you stick around to the end. Make sure you check the show notes below so that you can tap into his resource where he's teaching you how you can do what he does. So welcome to the show. Come away. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm truly honored to be here. I, you know, I, I'm actually curious to know on the in terms of like the man to woman ratio. Like Very, what? it ain't no ratio. Okay. It's like non-existent. My husband be up in here because I can't be, I can't get the man. Yeah. So you here? Well, I'm I'm really honored. Yes, yeah, be man. honored yeah, yeah. because I'm happy to have you. Were you nervous when I said we're gonna get in your business a little bit? They usually not, not at all. okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, okay. We're gonna talk about the business first before we get into your business. That's cool. That's cool. So I know these answers. Obviously, we had a chance to do Black Equity Con together, where I got to um, moderate your panel, and I know you're doing big boss business in the Airbnb space, but how did you get into Airbnb? So I was actually like building a couple other businesses, but like my main business at that time was pretty much crumbling, right? It was in within the the marketing and travel realm. 
And there were things that were happening within the organization that was completely outside my control. Mm -hmm. But at that time, I had built up a high level of residual income. I had this particular lifestyle. I was like, you know, life was good. Mm -hmm. I got very used to that. Mm -hmm. At that point, I was an entrepreneur for about four years. So I felt like I had it all figured out. Right. Um, but again, some challenges occurred and it just got to a point where I was like, man, I need something. This was pre-COVID. This was pre-COVID. Okay. Yeah. So 2017, well, it's yeah, 2017. I was like, you know, I really need to figure something out. But of course, there's really no go back, going back to a job. So I quit my job in 2013 and it was like, I didn't want to just make money. I needed passive income. Like I didn't, I needed income that I didn't have to be physically in one set place mm -hmm. to make. Cause I hadn't been so used to creating residual income and traveling and really just living life on my own terms that I just needed that. There was no not doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I had a good friend of mine, Nikki, she was actually, I want to say she had one and it's funny cause I was, I was literally in the midst of moving into a brand new apartment. And when I pretty much decked it out and got it all finished, I invited a couple of my friends, including Nikki. And as I'm giving them the grand tour mm -hmm. of my place, you know, Nikki's like, yo, this would be a really cool place for an Airbnb. Mind you, my mind wasn't even there. I was really more excited about my new place. Mm -hmm. But about a week or two goes by and she's like telling me, oh, I just got a unit in your building for Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, so she she said it, but she actually really acted on it. Right. And then, like, you know, a month, a month or two would go by and she would share with me, like, the type of income she's making. And I'm like, okay, we, we would, like, travel together and she's still making money. And I'm like, you know what? I need to really look into this whole Airbnb thing, right? Because I'm seeing my friend doing it. That's why it's so powerful, you know, who you surround yourself with because, Facts. like, you know, your friends influence you, good or bad. Mm -hmm. So just seeing her do it, in my mind, I was like, oh, she, if she could do it, I could do it. It, it just didn't seem that hard. Um, and I eventually pretty much got to start into the business. Now, what I will say is you said something about illegally, right? I started that way as well. And so did my friend, right? Mm -hmm. And again, I saw her not get permission from landlords or profit managers. So I was like, oh, I don't got to do it either. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was pretty much the start. And that's how, that's how we got involved. And then even though she was new, uh, I learned a little bit from her, but she was, you know, still new. So we were kind of like figuring it out as we both went. So what happened with that, doing it illegally? Yeah, so good question. So I want to say, so the first one was kind of illegal. The second one was, I want to say I actually got permission. Believe it or not, I found that, that the second one was right around the corner from where I lived. And I saw a for rent sign, called in answer, was searching on Craigslist for properties, came across the same property in the ad it said it's a two bedroom one bath you can live in one and airbnb the other unit so i was like ding 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 they're open to it mm -hmm. and um i eventually got in contact with them and boom i rented out that property so he knew i was airbnb uh the third one <laughs> illegal <laughs> and what happened was i ended up getting pretty much that third one like after like six months they just kept like they found out and then, like, once they found out, I was trying to, like, try to do it on, on the low. They were yeah. on me. Yeah. And I remember, like, every time I would, like, every morning, I would, like, pretty much, like, look out my email <laughs> to see if, like. Did I get caught again? Yeah, I get caught again. And it was just, like, eventually it just got to the point where she's like, listen, you're either going to live in this place or you got to go. Yeah. Which was cool, right? It didn't get too bad. I didn't get, like, a victor or anything. But it was just, like, you know what? It's not worth it. So mm -hmm. I had moved out. And after a while, it was just, like, you know. This isn't a real business. Like it just it didn't it didn't feel good me looking at my emails every morning wondering if I got caught today. Yep. 
I didn't want to be in the hope business. I hope I don't get caught. Mm-hmm. I, I got to talk to guests and um, tell them, hey, act like act you're like my you, family. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Don't go. Don't you go to that yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. You know, like anybody asks you questions, you know, you just friends yeah. here, family, yeah. whatever. And I was like, I don't want to do this no more. So after that whole experience and, you know, seeing how good the money is, I said to myself, you know, what if I just start getting, to, getting permission? Mm-hmm. What if I actually really conducted this as a real business? Uh, what does that look like? And then I, you know, cultivated a message and just kind of an, a, a mentality of actually doing that. And that's when I started, like, positioning our business model to landlords and profit managers in a way where it made sense. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I was like, oh, it's not that hard, right? There's actually opportunity out here. And then from there, it was just like, you know, there's no not there's no going back to the illegal way. Right, right, right. It's just not worth my Listen, time. Listen, the illegal way will have you, I mean, damn near locked up. Everything but put in jail. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And what's yeah. worse, well, I don't know. I ain't never been locked up. Me and Guy got an agreement. Your girl ain't going to jail. But Amen. getting evicted, yeah. ruining your credit, having yeah. to, like, that is damn near just as bad yeah. as being handcuffed and taken away because the, the lasting effects yeah. are just outrageous. And that's why I wanted to have you on. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, because when I got into Airbnb in 2018, I did it 100 percent illegal. I, I didn't know then that there was, you know, there weren't all these classes and coaches and all of the you things. Don't know. You don't know what you don't know. I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing that, though. Yeah. I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing that. And we got the first one literally ended up with five within like three months because that money started rolling in. And as a business owner, you know, like marketing your business is the biggest beast, like figuring out how to bring people in. So the fact that you don't have to market at Airbnb, people are just finding you and booking. That was easy money. So I'm like, if I could do this once, I could definitely do it times five. But when I tell you the stress of getting caught of and it wasn't even always the office it was the neighbors mm-hmm. i had guests that came from like other countries and they went to the office talking about they're here to check in yep. you know i, I it yeah. was it was just a nightmare and i feel like it is our duty at least mine to warn people because i feel like people are really talking about what's really going on yeah. behind the scenes and how you can risk your credit yeah. um behind these airbnbs and like you said it's just not worth it and a lot of people teach that they do. They, they, they have they teach, whole businesses like, teaching you to like do illegal you don't stuff. Have to get permission. Yeah. It's just not. I, yeah. I can't sleep at night. Like that's why I give that disclaimer. Like, don't. It's not worth it. I rather I rather go through a hundred no's, to, and get one yes. You know, from from a landlord property manager when they understand what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, and just do it the right way yeah. and be able to sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I rather that all day long. Now you don't have to get a hundred no's. But what I'm saying is like. If it took that to actually do it right, I it'll would, be worth it. It'd be worth it. So you did have a friend who was kind of helping you with the process who may not have been an expert, but she at least had some experience. Yeah. What were some of the things that you still were not prepared for, like that you had to learn the hard way? Sorry, before you answer, can you lean forward for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you need to scoot your chair up just so you can stay closer gotcha. to the mic. Posture up. Yeah. Gotcha. You want me to ask the question again? Yeah. Okay. No? no? Well, I'll cut no. it. Okay. Um, I would say building a team, outsourcing, delegating. Because I was so new into the business, I was doing everything myself. Mm -hmm. Cleaning the properties myself. You know, I was answering all the guest questions. Pretty much anything you could think about about as far as the business. Like, you know, if a battery in a smoke detector died, you know, something broke. I was a maintenance man, a cleaner, customer service, you know, uh, finance, you know, whatever. The bookkeeper, all of it, all of it. And I just wasn't aware Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I got into the business to make passive income, but that it don't wasn't, sound too passive. wasn't too passive. 
But again, at the same time, I was dealing with a business that was crumbling. So I was like, I was just hustling, mm-hmm. like figuring this thing out. But the moment I started to realize how much I was involved in this business, I was like, you know what? I really need to figure this thing out and really learn how to create a system and build a team so that way I can really actually have freedom. Because mm-hmm. I'm like literally trying to clean, you know, all these properties on a Sunday. I'm, I'm trying to go to church. I can't even go to church. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Crazy. So yeah. let me say this, though, because I did just say that didn't sound too passive. But I do want to just make note that. Even passive businesses start out with active work. So I do want to say that because we talk a whole lot about having passive income, but even that passive money starts, you got to start it doing the active work. So I just want to make that clear. Yeah, I always say you can't be passive building passive income. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're hustling backwards. Yeah. So you mentioned property managers and landlords. Does your model typically cater to like private rentals versus like going to a leasing office at a major like complex? Both. Mm. Well, people say now both. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. So are you cutting side deals with the chicks in the lease office or are you doing it legally, legally? I'm just really legally. Okay. Yeah, I'm just building relationships and a lot. And sometimes like, you know, I'll I'll get to the actual owner of the building from the leasing, you know, office, especially if like they understand I'm actually doing a business. A legitimate business. Yeah. 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 And I've noticed too, like the very first place that I had the property at, I mean, that I had my unit at, it wasn't legal then, but years later they turned into like an Airbnb friendly community. So even those bigger complexes are starting to realize like y'all are doing this anyway. We might as well just get a piece of the pie and let y'all continue to do what you're doing. So that's a thing too, that you can um, look for. And it's, it actually exists now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you have to own property? Because that's one question I know a lot of people have. Obviously, you don't have to, but have you had experience like doing Airbnb with properties that you own? Yeah, so me personally, no, but students, yes. Uh, all my properties when it comes to my Airbnb and short-term rental business, mm-hmm. all rents arbitrage, all properties that I rent or lease for sure. And, you know, you don't have to own properties, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with owning, you know, but I love rental arbitrage because, like, the, the opportunity to, to, to start it's really quick. Mm-hmm, right? like mm-hmm. You can rent faster than you can lease. Yep. And also the opportunity to scale up. It's just game changer. So I know one of the questions people ask you all the time is like, what is a realistic amount of money that they need to have to get started? What is your, and, and I know it depends because yeah. if you're doing a four bedroom house, yeah. it's going to be much different than a one bedroom apartment. Right. But is there like an average, let's say for a one bedroom? Yeah. I'll say about 4k. Okay. Yeah. And you could definitely use like business credit and Absolutely. all of the things to be able to lighten the load. Yeah, leverage credit cards, lines of credit, all that stuff. You yeah. teach this in your class? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He got the keys, y'all. Yeah, 100%. Literally, literally. What would you say though is the secret? Because your um not tagline, but I guess what I've heard you say several times is that like you have built a six figure business working six hours a week and I wanna know how. Yeah. Um, team. So all it is, just a team, you know, system. You know, I remember going to an event um, several, about a, maybe like a couple years ago. And this person, the speaker was on stage, was like, how many you guys want to pretty much grow your business, create, you know, explode your income? And everybody got excited. Right? And she's like, well, you guys need to stop doing minimum wage activities. Mm. And when she said that, it was just like, it just hit me in my forehead. I was like, okay, cool. I'm doing every small thing, right? And it's like, I just kind of broke down my business. What are What is every little thing that it takes for my business to work? And how can I put either a person or some type of thing in there to remove myself so that way it can still run and I'm not in it mm-hmm, involved? Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I did, right? Obviously, cleaner, boom, hire a cleaner, right? I mean, handyman, things are broken, boom. You know, self-check-in, so I don't got to, you know, check guests in. There's some type of key, a digital keypad or lockbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a bookkeeper. You know, they they run my, they pretty much, you know, handle all my numbers so they can give me a breakdown of my profits and my losses every single month. It's like everything, everything. You delegate yeah. everything. Yeah, it's like, so I can be on a plane. I, he be on them planes. Traveling, y'all. and it's like. Yes. I don't have to miss a beat, and the business doesn't have to miss a beat. So what are some of the things, I guess, what were some of the first things that you started to, to give away? Because I, I think most people start out being their own cleaner. You know, yeah. most people obviously start out being the customer service. But yeah. what were some of the first things that cleaner, you started? Cleaner number one for sure, right? It, when I, it was like one Sunday, and it was like really bothering me that I couldn't go to church. It was like, it was like this is crazy. I'm like, I have a job right now. Mm-hmm. And I so random. I went to a funeral, and um, I saw my line brother. And I thought I saw some canes over yeah, here. Yeah, shout out to the okay, noobs. Okay. But um, I saw my line brother, and I just kind of shared my my feeling with him in terms of like, man, I'm, you know, I'm cleaning these places. Like, I can't go to certain places. Well, he's like, you know, um, such and such got a cleaning business, and it was our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I was like, oh, she does have a cleaning business. He's like, yeah, you should reach out to her. And for whatever reason, like, I had reached out to her that day, and she met up with me like that night. And I kind of told her what I was looking for, my mm-hmm. problems. And, you know, we kind of worked out like a, a deal in terms of how much she would want to become a cleaner for me. And it was just like, oh, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought. And like she started cleaning these properties. Like she became my cleaner. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was almost like a light bulb went off because it was like, you know, day after day as in my, my units are getting clean and people are checking in and I'm seeing the money. I'm just like, why didn't I do this sooner? You don't know what you don't know. It's a mental shift. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not used to hiring people in this, in your mind, you feel like no one's going to do it like you're going to do it, right? Oh, it may be too expensive or just whatever. It's just the whole nuance of hiring people. It's like completely out of your realm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we think it's a lot harder than it really is, but it doesn't have to be. But it's just one of those things where you just got to do it. You just got to try. It. And then once you do it, it's like, oh, man, I should have been, been doing there. Yeah. But then you just, we want to keep doing it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So what are um, some of the ways in your class that you teach people how they can protect their property? Because I know that's always a major concern. It's like, well, what if somebody breaks something? What if what you know, like all of the what ifs? For sure. Right. So the cool thing is about Airbnb and similar platforms, they have these like host protections. Right. So if like things were to break um, in the midst of like a guest staying at the property. Mm -hmm. Right. They can documented pictures, videos, and all that, and it's pretty much file a case with Airbnb, and they'll essentially reimburse you for these damages, right? So making sure that with your cleaners, like, listen, if you see any damages, we need to take pictures. We need to video this, right? And we need to put, you know, file a report so that way we can get reimbursed. Um, Also, too, if you want to avoid parties or avoid people just kind of just doing dumb stuff, you know, sometimes people just do dumb stuff. You go right? to you go to other people's property and you cut up. Yeah, all the just, time. we we do things in other people's places that we just we wouldn't but do never. in our own place, right? Mm-hmm. It's what, but people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, what do you what could you do in that case? Well, noise monitors those are really well because it, it number one it tells you the gauge of the noise level in the property. It also can tell you if you get certain noise monitors. Um, the amount of cell phones in the property. So if you get a reservation and it says, hey, you got a reservation for three people and you look at your noise monitor and you see 15 cell phones in the property, that's a red flag. You'd be kicking people out? Absolutely. So what we do is, number one, if we see there's too many people, we'll let them know, like, listen, you know, your reservation said this y'all. amount. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's going on? Or if there's, an, you know, 
a, a noise level that goes too high, we kind of get, it's like three warnings. All right. If we have to get to the third warning, we tell them like, we're going to have to get happy leave and there's no refund. No right? refund. Or ring doorbell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Outside properties. It's different things. But then you got to watch them or can you just like play it back um, and see how many people entered? What do you mean? Like. Because I've done Airbnbs before, and they're like, we're going to watch you when you're entering the unit, you know, to see how many people yeah. are coming in. So do you have to literally watch them, or can you just, like, play back footage of when they entered? You could you could play back, okay. right? You could do a lot. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have to actually be, like, physically monitoring them. You don't have to. Okay, because that ain't active either. Or you just I have, mean, that's not passive You just have just somebody do that, too. You can So I wanted to ask you about the fact that you don't live in the city where you have the majority of your properties, because I know a lot of people are interested in that as well. They might not live in a quote unquote pop in city yeah. and they think the Airbnb won't do well. Yeah. Is the team like the people. answer to that, too? Like having a team? Facts. How, how do you manage the people when you're not there, though? I always say this. The same the same way that you would build locally is the same way that you can build nationally. The same way that you build locally is the same way that you can build internationally. And I always and I say this as well. Like if you have, just because you have properties locally, don't get so comfortable being so available. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was living by a bunch of my properties and it's like I always made I always <laughs> my team would always think I'm out the country. Like they'd be like they call me Martin. Martin, you around? Nope. Like I want you guys to get accustomed to, to me not being out. around. Yeah. Exactly. And that's leadership. Yeah. You know, you got to you got to inspire and encourage people to and your team to figure things out in your absence, because if they feel like you're always present, they're always going to rely on you. And that's that's going to create weakness Mm -hmm. within the organization, because any small thing, they're not going to be self-reliant. They're not going to be independent thinkers. Therefore, they're going to constantly need you. Therefore, you're going to be constantly involved Mm -hmm, in the business. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
So Limitless b mm-hmm. is your course. We're going to link it below so y'all can check it out. But yeah. what are some of the things that they can expect to walk away knowing or understanding so that they aren't just jumping out there and risking it all? For sure. So they're going to, number one, they're going to learn the step-by-step process. So the way I created this, this program, right? I want to put myself in the shoes of somebody that's never done this before. Maybe they've never done business before. They're just mm-hmm. complete amateur, right? Like how I was. So I want to break it down very simple and step by step in terms of how to start the business to, you know, how to how to grow the business. But also you understand, hey, where can I find a cleaner? Where can I find a handyman? Right. What do I say? You know, what you know, do you have a script in terms of what I say to landlords and property managers? Right. How can I put it all together and have this seem this system right running and this team running without me like all this stuff. There's a Facebook group, right? So if you have any questions or if you want to connect with other people that's on the journey as well, that's available to you. So it's like, I just want to make it simple, but yet so clear and in-depth and step-by-step that you'll be able to understand exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And teaching people, I feel like you're probably teaching people the things you wish you would have known Absolutely. before you got started. Absolutely. And the fact that you have the community, I think that people... Here, you know, you get to be a part of this Facebook group and they kind of take that for granted. But when you're taking a course and you have access to other people who are doing the thing at the same time, like that's invaluable to be able to ask those questions that you again, you don't know what you don't know until you realize you don't know it. So to be able to ask a person versus just going to Google and hoping that you find the right thing, like amazing, amazing. Don't do what I did, y'all. Let me just say that. Don't do what I did. Okay. Take advantage. I am all about like paying to skip the line, paying to skip the struggle, investing to learn from your mistakes, you know, learn from the money you've already wasted, the time you've spent so that I don't have to do the same. So get in where y'all fit in. And I know that you believe in investing too. We're part of a mastermind together. And I love that. I mean, I, Again, I, I, I invest, so I appreciate yep. when other people do it, too. What made you say, I'm not just doing Airbnb, I'm going to invest a pretty penny to to get around the people, to yeah. learn from the people who are really like taking things to the next level? So I've spent a lot of my time and money trying, heavy on the word trying, because you shouldn't try, you should just do, but just trying things on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that because I felt like, number one, it's cheaper trying to figure things out on your own, right? It's Is it, though? Right. It, 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 on, the, on, the, on the front end, it feels cheaper. But on the back end, it becomes a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I've wasted a lot of time. And I just know for me, I have all this potential. But the problem is you can have all the potential in the world. But if you're not in the right environment, the right proximity, the right, the right mentorship, that all that potential is going to be untapped. Right. And the moment I got like a coach for the first time, it was like it was game over. Like the results started to happen in a way where it it never happened before. And success was able to pretty much be achieved at at a rate that was never able to happen before. So in my mind, I was like, dang, this is the missing piece. I again, one of those epiphany moments. Why didn't I do this sooner? Mm -hmm. But it's just like you said, it's literally a shortcut because like the way this is the way I like to look at it. If you can find somebody that's been doing something for years, they've spent the time, they've spent the money, right? They've gone through the ups, they've gone through the downs, experienced the mistakes, failures, all that, but now have achieved massive success. Mm -hmm. You can essentially pay them so that way they can teach you not only what to do, but also what not to do. Mm -hmm. So essentially it's like you're paying them to avoid years 
years of mistakes and failures. Mm-hmm. I'll do that all day long. And it's priceless. And I mean, they put they, they put a, they, now they put a price tag on it. Yeah. They put a price tag on it, yeah. but. You can't pay enough to avoid, you know, it's like opportunity costs, right? What is it really going to cost you if you don't invest? Like if you don't spend the money up front, like you said, it might be cheaper, but it's definitely going to be more expensive on the back end. Okay. So we talked about the business. It's time to get in your business. Uh Okay. This first question is real easy though. (laughs) Um, You travel a lot, obviously. And I saw you do, you know, a video that was like places that I felt safe as a black man. What are some of those places? Because I feel like one of the big conversations that I know I was having during COVID was like, I'm about to leave. You know, I'm about to leave the country. I ain't leave y'all. I ain't go nowhere. (laughs) Okay. But even if I was, I mean, I felt like I was serious. Obviously I was not, but even if I was serious, it's like, where are you going to go? That's any better or that you'll be treated well. So what are some of the places um, that are on your list for like top places that either black people will feel safe in or just like black people need to experience? For sure. Uh, I think some of the most underrated places are Guatemala. Guatemala is really dope and it's not, heavily talked about within our culture. It's not Tulum. It's not Tulum, <laughs> right? But Guatemala is very safe. It's it's there's so much to do. There's a lot of expats. So there are people that literally travel there just for a short trip and they end up just like living there for mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm. Guatemala has that vibe. Uh, El Salvador, a really cool place. I love El Salvador. Uh, where else? Ecuador. Ecuador. You are re- how are you picking the places you go? So believe it or not, it's a couple of things. Number one, the internet's a beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually, I'm connected with like travel travelers. Gotcha. Right? People Not, who do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like people that's been doing it longer than me. And when you're a traveler, traveler, you're, you you become very open-minded. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like watching these people, like like traveling to these places. I'm like, Damn, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Which is why I know when people follow me, the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. So it's from other people and also just, just researching, right? Like just researching like where I haven't been yet. And um, I just realized there's so much cool things out there. Uh, what kind of traveler are you? I'm a very diverse traveler, okay. right? Like I like I like nice stuff, so mm-hmm. I love luxury. I know. I be watching. Right? Like you like, was on a yacht. Where was that yacht? Yeah, Maldives. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. So I like I like luxury travel, but I'm not like bougie. Right. So like that yacht was real bougie. Facts. hundred percent. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, I like that was. stuff. But I also do like getting, you know, within the culture. Okay. I, like, I like getting around the locals. Mm-hmm. Right. I like trying local foods and, and actually building with the people. Um, I like I, I like the speakeasies, the secret bars. He loves the speakeasies. You be um, finding those speakeasies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just went to four in New York. How are you? The yes, Internet. Yes, You're just finding them. Day or people yesterday. are telling you about them. They, they come to me. <laughs> He's like, I attract them. They, they just find me. me. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, where are you staying, though? Because you said you like nice things, mm-hmm. but you be with the locals. Yeah. Where you be staying? Oh, I'm staying in nice hotels. Okay. 100%. Okay. So I'm either staying in a nice hotel or I'm staying at a very unique hotel or Airbnb. Okay. That may not necessarily be a nice, like, case in point, like I say in this, like, like crazy dome. But it was in a jungle. Mm-hmm. But it was like a unique once in a lifetime type exactly. experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's either either Lux or it's like unique once in a lifetime experience. Type do of you life. do solo travel? I, I mean, obviously not because somebody be videoing you on yeah. all these all these. So trips. I've been on a couple. You know, it's weird. Like sometimes I'll I'll try to start the process of going on a solo trip, and I may tell a couple people, and then somebody ends up pulling up, mm-hmm, or a couple mm-hmm. end up pulling up. Like that happened to me going to Brazil and New Year's Eve a couple years ago, and I was like, Yo, I just booked it. 
Didn't tell nobody. Just booked it. People, hey, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Oh, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this. And here they are. People pulling up. I love it. So who be video you on on these trips? <laughs> so sometimes it's my girl. Okay, I thought uh, so. Because I'm like, it be everywhere. You know, it's like you yeah. can't just be hiring a videographer, even though I know well, some people do. Sometimes it is a videographer. Okay. Sometimes it's just a friend. Me personally, it's one of those things where, to, if you're gonna travel with me, you're you gonna work. You you have to shoot. Yeah. And the thing is, I do the same thing for my whoever I'm trying with. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very serious about content. And I and I don't know, I just love content. I've been mm-hmm. I've been creating content, you know, especially when it comes to travel since twenty thirteen. So I don't know. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm not one of those people where like I'm gonna content, content, content it up and not enjoy it. I'm gonna enjoy it to the fullest. Yeah. Cause I go with the content plan. So, so you're serious. I mean, the, yes. the finished product is so amazing that yeah. I'm not surprised that you like are mapping this out, but yeah. you are serious yeah. about it. It's like art. Wow. Your girl don't be getting mad at you? Like another video? Sometimes. That's why I got shooter. Come on, shooter. <laughs> okay. So speaking of your girl, I knew that you was booed up, so I ain't going to get too much of your business. I'm just going to ask you some general questions sure. that the single ladies out there would like to know. Mm-hmm. So for a successful you're not married, so I'm going to say single. Correct. For a successful single man, what were some of the things that you were looking for in a potential partner? Somebody that was somewhat like-minded. Okay. And when I say somewhat, like you don't have to think exactly like me, but you need to have a growing mindset, right? Like I cannot be with somebody that's like just complacent, stagnant, stagnant, and not open-minded to growth. Mm-hmm. So you have to be growth-minded. You have to be willing to grow in all aspects, not just in finances or just, you know, just, you know, mentality and gerber, like spiritual, right? I mean, physical, you know, health. Like you have to be constantly growing. How can we become better? Because I feel like if we're going to become better as a unit, you got to become better as an individual. Yep. Right? So growth mindset. Um, you got to be intentional, Right. Like, again, you don't you don't always like people ask me, like, do you have to be with an entrepreneur? Not necessarily. I would prefer. But my thing is just be great with whatever you choose to be like, just like excellence should be the, mm-hmm, the, the, the goal in any area, in any area. You know, that's just my deal. And you have to have a good heart. Right. Like I. If I feel, I don't know, like if you're, it doesn't even have to be for me, but I just feel like you just have to have a good heart, period. Like just being a good person. Yeah, just being a good person. I, that's really important because the way I like to see it is like this, this person is going to be, you know, potentially a future, um, you know, mother of my child. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any kids yet. So it's like, do I think about, well, if I had kids just like them. You know, would I be mad at myself? Yeah, would I be mad at myself? Or would I be cool with that? Mm-hmm. That's how I think, and that's probably why I don't have kids yet, right? Because I think very long term mm-hmm. um, when it comes to that. Okay, so for again for the single ladies out there, I got to do it for my single ladies. A lot of these single ladies are getting played, mm-hmm. and I know that you're not out here playing games. Mm-hmm. But maybe in your former playing games years, if you had those, what would you say are some of the signs that a woman is getting played that she might not recognize? Dang, that's a good question. The signs. What are the signs? Well, she. I feel like. I feel like a lot of. I don't know if I should say this, but say it. I feel like oftentimes women don't really trust their discernment. Facts. Right. I feel like a lot of times women will see, <laughs> like they'll see like red flags and they'll probably just, you know, just kind of just act like on. they don't see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like for me, I, I don't know. Like I'm not gonna say like I, I was. I was like. I'm a perfect guy because I'm not. But at the same time, I never like 
I just never want to string women along. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was going to be serious, I'm going to say I'm serious. But if I'm not, I'm not. But if you're not, mm-hmm. are you just not going to be serious or are you going to say you're not being serious? Because those are two different things. So it just really depends. You know, so if I'm See, asked. So, here no, no, so, so here's the thing. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you. But if you don't ask, don't tell. I, yeah, I think I think that's probably. <laughs> you know what though? That's the conversation we've had because yeah. women don't ask enough questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, a man might not lie, but you're gonna be able to tell whether yeah. or not he's telling the For truth. For sure. But we don't want to know the truth, so Discer- we don't ask the question. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Discernment. You know what I'm saying? Discernment. I, I just I just think that's a really important thing, and also just kind of like I don't know, pay attention to the man. Like you know, I feel like you can you can tell a person's character by the things they say and the things that they do, and how they move around other people and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm never I'm I'm not I'm not a perfect man, but I know my character, right? So I know if you ask me a question, I'm gonna tell you the truth, mm-hmm. right? So it's like that's. That's just me. Okay, so I got one more question. I need mm-hmm. the truth. Um, <laughs> what would you say? We always talk about like red flags that women need to look out for, right? Yeah. What are some red flags that women could be displaying that they don't realize? Mm. So she shows up to the first date. What are some things that could be like, oh, no, can't be a second date? So I've been in situations where like, like 100%, I could tell this girl's like, focus on money you know like i get it women don't want to be with the broke man they don't want to have to be with a man to struggle i get it and i respect it right like i, I get it but at the same time like I, I don't think most men i should say most men don't really want a woman that's like you can tell they're all they're all about your bread mm-hmm. and i and i feel like if they say or say certain things that that imply that, like, that's a red flag. And they may not even realize it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I see women out here that have literally, like, that just can't find a good man. And I've never dated them, but, like, we're cool to an extent. But I see why gold digger vibes yeah, yeah. by the things they say. And they'll be like, like, Chanel bag me. Like, like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, okay, cool, you like Chanel. But it's like... Mm-hmm. You setting yourself up? Yeah, like is that the only thing you want? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I feel like if you with a with a successful man with a good heart, and if you guys really you know build organically, right, and there's something of substance, you'll get the Chanel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I feel like if you lead with that, that's that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. What else? Because men men say money first all the time. Yeah, because that's just is is that know. really a thing? Um. Yes. Yes. Ladies. Yes. I'll be trying to ride for y'all, but you um, gotta do better. Please, please <laughs> it is. Stop. Okay. Um, you got another one? I'm trying to think what else. Something that a woman could say on a date, on the first date, that you're like, oh, girl, check, please. Well, yeah, it could be like um, maybe a, a woman want, would want kids too fast, right? And they would make that very clear. Heck, man, I, I've had conversations with men, women that. They wanted a kid so fast. It was like they it, they don't even care if the father the father was yeah the father child was gonna stick around. It was like they said that to you. Yes, yes, and it's like it was just in their mind. They just felt like it was time, right? And I get it. Women have a certain clock. I truly do. I truly get it. Obviously, I can't fully relate to it because it's just difference of men and women. But at the same time, it's like a man doesn't want to come into a situation and you're like with a clock over his head, I'm, I'm ready to breed. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what? That is, yeah, <laughs> like, that is. Again, 
I, I at least want to know that, you know, you're the type of woman that if my child would like to become. And I think about the other way around. Like, how do you know if I'm the right, the right I'm guy? I'm a worthy candidate. Yeah, that you'd want your kids, you know, yeah. to be like, you know what I'm saying? So and it's like. That's kind of irresponsible if you're just willing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll definitely say that. But just, yeah, I, just, I, tr- I, tr- I trust my discernment. You know, I go vibes. There's definitely a vibe check. Definitely a vibe check. Yeah. Okay. All right. Speaking of vibe check, we about to play a little trivia. Pullyourcard.com. I heard, I heard about these. Grab a deck. You, you heard about yeah, them? Yeah, All the streets, the yeah. talking. Okay. So this is the trivia deck. Inside Pull Your Card, there are five different games. We're going to keep it easy, light okay. for you. So we're going to do trivia. Are you ready? Absolutely. Okay. We're just going to do two. Who played Martin Lawrence's sister in Bad Boys 2? Who played... Martin I need a, a dun, dun, dun. oh Gabrielle Union. Okay, ding 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 ding. Yeah. All right, what city? Oh, this is easy, but what city did Craig move to to get away from Debo? Oh, maybe it wasn't that easy. Okay. What city did Craig move to? Houston. <laughs> Can we add some sound effects? <laughs> Dang. Okay, okay, yeah, it was definitely Rancho Cucamonga. Come on. Oh, damn. Come on, it was definitely Rancho. Yeah, Y'all knew like, that, though, right? Y'all knew that. Y'all knew like that. I lost my black card. It's You did a little bit, but yeah. you got the first one, right? Did, one out of two. Everybody knew. Okay. okay. They didn't even know. Okay, he didn't know. So. But y'all knew, right? I didn't know. Him. You didn't know? All right, there we go. I don't feel that bad now. But that's good. I thought it was really easy. So, nah. okay, it's some it's some heat in this deck. Okay, yeah. pullyourcard.com. Grab a deck to spice up your next game night. Kamoy, I have enjoyed you. Yeah. I hope it wasn't too much, right? No. Nah, the man nah. be, y'all, come on down to the studio, y'all. I'm not going to yeah. be that bad. Pull They'd up. be scared. They'd I, I know scared. a couple. I'm going to bring down here. Pray, please. Yeah. Pull, tell them. I love connect, what you got going on. Thank you. So look into this camera right here. Let the people know how they can follow your travels, your adventures on Instagram. And we're going to link the um, the course, Limitless BNB, down below. Yep. Well, you guys can find me uh, on Instagram, right? Kamoy, K-E-M-O-Y underscore Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. I have to spell it out for you because my name's Unique. It's Jamaican. Come on, Jamaican. Wagwan. Wagwan. Right. I've been trying to learn uh, Pasta. Wait a minute. Teach me something real quick. Uh, nah, 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 nah. No? <laughs> you ain't got it? Wagwan. Amiti. That's all you di- got. Mifi. Okay. I'm still working on it. Okay. Um, just go to Jamaica. That's the fastest I way to learn. Jamaica. Yeah. I ain't learned nothing. Best place on I'm working on it. But um, TikTok. Right. Also, Kamoy Martin. Well, it's really the Kamoy Martin, but I'm going to get Kamoy Martin eventually on there. But if you type Kamoy Martin, I'll come I'll find up. find you. Yeah. YouTube, Kamoy Martin. If you put in my name, there's not a lot out the here. The one and only. Yeah. There's check a few, but they're from Jamaica. It's a Jamaican name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. this is the cool one. So yeah. check them out. I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Make sure you subscribe on all audio platforms. And if you're enjoying the show, leave your girl a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'll see you next week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops. And comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.